Welcome back to Making Marriage Great and uh, and the Bushnell Project. John here. And boy, we've had quite the temperatures here. We broke a record here the other morning. The other morning we had a negative 33. That's not with wind chill. It was in the negative 50s with the wind chill. Negative 33, the last time it was that cold. It was in 1916 and it was negative 32. So we broke the record by one degree from 103 years ago. How about that? So pretty exciting stuff up here in the in the uh, frozen tundra of the North Plains. We've been looking at Ephesians, though, at another frozen tundra, sort of the spiritual warfare and the reality that many, many, uh, many a Western Christian, I think, has been taken out of the battle amongst uh, or for many different reasons, but one of them for not really digging into God's Word and understanding the power of prayer, maybe getting caught up in materialism, getting caught up in narcissism, or it's all about me. So I hope that I can encourage you guys to be humble, maybe even humble you a little bit with the ministry of God's Word. And we've been looking at Ephesians chapter 6, in particular verses 10 through 20. And I want to touch a little bit on verse 19 and then follow it to a prayer, because I've been talking about prayer, so it's a practical prayer, and a lot of times praying through God's Word is really, really good, and I want to show that to you today. So I hope this is super practical for you. But verse 19, Paul's wrapping up these thoughts, and he he's asking for prayer for himself. So one of the best things about prayer is when we pray for other things other than ourselves, right? It is the selfless prayers or, or supp- uh, supplications where we're praying for others. So verse 19, and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, right? Then verse 20, for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. So what is this mystery? And so if we fast forward past Philippians and into Colossians, we get his take on it and it's in... It's in the midst of a prayer. So let me just read the prayer. So Paul's writing this letter to the Colossians, and he talks about his prayer for them. And uh, he says, and so from the day, this is chapter 1, verse 9, and so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. So we just turn that into a prayer, right? So my prayer for us, for you, for me, Lord, I just pray, asking that you, that we may be filled with the knowledge of you, that you will give us spiritual wisdom and understanding, that we would be strengthened by you to walk in a manner worthy of you, Lord, fully pleasing to you, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of you, our Lord. Paul goes on, praying, May you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Right. So in the saints that are in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Now, he doesn't 
really end his prayer. It continues on. He is the image. Now he's going to get into who is Jesus, right? This great Jesus, this one that has redeemed us. So he gets in that, verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he goes on and he continues on through chapter 1. And then he says this in verses, uh, he wraps it up in verses 25 and 26, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given for or to me for you to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them, verse 27, to them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So there it is, the great mystery of Christ in you, the hope of glory. Jesus Christ is our hope, the hope of all glory. It is a glorious hope. It is a hope that can get us through the worst of times. No matter what you're going through, no matter where your marriage is, Jesus Christ can get you through it eyes on him, on your knees, pray, cry out for mercy. Let's be prayer warriors, guys, for our marriages and for those around us, for the marriages of our leaders, for our leaders, our leaders in the church, our leaders in the community. We need prayer. That is where the battles are fought. God bless you guys. Stay warm. Have a great day.